Hi, I'm Naomi Wadler, and you're listening to Now This Kids, a podcast presented by Cheerios. Now, fans of the show will probably recognize how often we turn to art in order to help us fully grasp some of the more complex topics we've talked about. From family trees to self-portraits, art can be an expressive, rewarding, and therapeutic way to process our thoughts and feelings, especially during times where we're going through something that's bad or hard to understand, like getting sick. This week on Now This Kids, we're talking about different ways people can support each other while facing illness in their family. Here are the three things you should know. It's important to remember that when someone you love is sick, it is never your fault. Most of the time, it's never anyone's fault. So if you're ever having feelings of guilt, talk about it with someone you trust. They'll be able to remind you that you've done nothing wrong. Sickness comes in many forms. Some are visible and fleeting like a cough, and others are less visible and persistent like a mental illness, such as addiction or a psychological disorder. Remember, just because you may not be able to see the sickness doesn't make it easier to live with. We've said it before and we'll say it again. You must take care of yourself if you want to take care of others. So if someone you love is sick, make sure to check in with yourself and reach out for support where you can. Today we're talking to Matt Gerson and Tracy Council. When he was just 10 years old, Matt was diagnosed with cancer. He managed to recover from the disease after a long and difficult fight. Years later, he met Tracy, who was in charge of an art therapy program for kids battling cancer. The two teamed up to form Tracy's Kids, an organization with a team of art therapists who help kids in their struggle to overcome the disease, and the families who are there to support them on their journey. We talked to Matt and Tracy about the organization, their own experiences with cancer, and how they've helped young people and their families fight and cope with a terrible illness. My name is Tracy Council, and I am the program director for Tracy's Kids, and I'm also an art therapist at the Georgetown Lombardi Cancer Center with pediatric cancer kids and their families. My name is Matt Gerson, and I founded this charity 22 years ago. Cancer is a scary word. Cancer diagnosis is confusing, confounding. Uh, It's especially so for young people. It's especially so for their siblings. And through art therapy, we engage with the children while they're having their treatments. And using art, we get the children to open up and talk about themselves and express what's going on. I had cancer as a child. I was diagnosed as a 10-year-old and was always interested in the psychological aspects of treating the patients, treating the disease back when I was treated, there was no attention paid to the mental aspects of it, to the emotional aspects of it. The focus was on healing the the patient. And Bo Aldiger brought Matt to meet me because he was interested in the psychosocial side of cancer care. The essence of what we do is help children and their families cope with the emotional toll that's imposed by cancer and its treatment. And when I say we, it's not me, it's the art therapists. Art therapists are miracle workers and they are trained to help children express themselves often without realizing they're expressing themselves. That's where art comes in because sometimes they don't know words or they don't know the words or the correct words, but they tell stories and they reveal what they're concerned about what they don't understand, whether they're happy, whether they're sad. We really changed the tone of the clinics and what it's like to be a patient in these practices because kids begin to think about, not that I'm going for my chemo, but you know, what am I gonna work with today? 
you know, what do I want to make? How, what am I going to do with Tracy or with Elizabeth or Jane or whoever the art therapist is that they'll be working with? And then sort of what happens is people start to work and then they realize they start to feel more calm and they're not so worried about waiting for their doctor or waiting for their test results or what's the chemo going to be like. They can just kind of set that aside and focus on their artwork. And then as we sit together, things emerge that they're concerned about, questions that they have, reflections on what their life is like now as a patient that's different than it used to be before. So it feels like a very natural, normal, accessible way to get some support. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life is disrupted. They're missing soccer, they're missing school, they're missing sleepovers, they're missing their normal kid stuff. And part of what happens through Tracy's kids is that they find something that's normal, playtime. They find something that's normal. Other kids just like them. Kids who understand what they're going through, kids who are just sitting right next to them on the table. And that means a lot to kids because their whole goal in life is to become independent and grow up. So one of the things that we do is we try to leave things very open-ended. We offer a lot of different media and we can suggest things as a starting place, but we really like to encourage the kids to bring whatever they want to. We really do emphasize putting the kid in control of their art. An important part of, of what we do, again, is to help kids feel normal, not kids who are sick. They don't want to be known as sick kids. They want to be known as kids, and they have the same interests and objectives as other kids. Normal to be scared and to be confused and to have questions and to want help getting through this. And if you're able to get help, either by going, being lucky enough to have an art therapist nearby or any other kind of treatment experience, the child is going to navigate this difficult period of time much better and hopefully have a better outcome. If I can just kind of wait a minute and listen and really trust the child, they'll help me help them. You know, they'll show me what they need if I'm listening and I'm really trying to pay attention. And I think that goes for parents too. I think if they can set aside their very appropriate worry and also just enjoy being with their child, that everybody can feel a lot better. When a family member gets really sick, it fills us with emotions, particularly one called anxiety. Anxiety is a word that describes the worry and fear we experience over things that aren't in our control. It usually shows up in ways that aren't helpful, like repeating catastrophic or unrealistic thoughts. Though it doesn't help the situation, it's a perfectly natural feeling that's really hard to shake. So why do we get anxious when someone close to us gets sick? We get anxious because we love our families and we want them to feel healthy and safe no matter what. But when a scary disease like cancer comes around, sometimes our fears overpower that part of our brain that allows us to be calm or rational. It can be incredibly hard to separate our emotions from scary situations. That's why it's so important to learn more about them. By learning about the disease or sickness, we can have a more realistic picture of what's happening and in turn, be more able to challenge our anxious thoughts. For example, a disease like cancer is not contagious. It can't pass from person to person, like a cold or a flu, 
So we shouldn't be afraid to be there for someone if they're sick and our company would make them feel better. It's also important to remember that there's always hope. Science has come a long way in the fight against cancer. There have been some amazing improvements in treatments and medicine over the last few years, and there continue to be more. Knowing that there are realistic, hopeful outcomes can help us manage our anxious thoughts. The best thing to do if a family member comes down with cancer is to simply support them. Be there for them when they need company and comfort, give them space when they're hurting, and above all else, be open to talking about feelings. Pretending everything is fine to avoid being a burden doesn't help a person with cancer, their family, or yourself. What does help is having those sometimes difficult conversations, not only so we can express our feelings, but also so that we can ask questions that we may be confused or concerned about. That way, we'll be in a better position to help sick family members with whatever they need, from going to doctor's appointments with them to sitting by their side during long chemotherapy sessions. And if circumstances mean that being there physically is impossible, some hand-drawn pictures or thoughtful notes for the family member in need can go a long way towards lifting their spirits and helping them fight their sickness. Anyone can get sick. Being sick is not a reflection of weakness or something someone did wrong. It's just how life works. But no matter how sick someone is, we should treat them with the same kindness and care we'd expect in return. Sometimes that might mean facing uncomfortable truths, but being there for someone who's sick can be a crucial part of their recovery, and it's one of the most simple, sweet, and noble gestures one person can do for another. Want to see more of our interview with Matt Gerson and Tracy Council and find out how you can get involved in their organization? Head over to YouTube, search Now This Kids, and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening to this episode of Now This Kids, presented by Cheerios and produced in collaboration with Edit Audio. We want to hear from you. Send us an email at kids at nowthismedia.com. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.